we announced another new executive search this week, and we have got several more coming. We're doing between eight and ten, I think. Marshalltown, Iowa Area Chamber of Commerce is looking for a president and CEO. Ultium Cells LLC will invest more than $2.3 billion to build its second U.S. battery cell manufacturing plant in Spring Hills, Tennessee. The project is expected to create 1,300 new manufacturing jobs. The Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Registration for the SBA application portal is currently live, and you can begin applying on Monday, May 3rd. By using a 2x4, it trains you to get speed where you hit that ball, and that's just exactly what you want. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Welcome to our YouTube news show this week, the voice of economic development. We announced another new executive search this week, and we have got several more coming. We're doing between eight and ten, I think, right now. I can't keep up with them all because some of them you finish, and then you start them, and you wonder, okay, are we finished, and we started all of that kind of stuff. But this week, we announced the Marshalltown, Iowa Chamber of Commerce CEO search. This is a great community. It's right between Des Moines, Iowa City, Ames, Cedar Rapids. If you look at a square of those places, all of which are tremendous, tremendous cities, this thing is right in the middle of it. Marshalltown Chamber has been around for a long, long time. They're four-star accredited. They know what they're doing. They've saved some money. Within the chamber, they also have economic development. So it's one of those chambers where economic development is within the chamber. Tremendous, tremendous community. Great school system is going to be a great opportunity for somebody. So we launched that one this week. There's still lots of time to apply for it. There's not lots of time left to apply for the Victoria County, Texas Economic Development Corporation CEO job. That one cuts off this Friday. One of the best jobs in Texas, going to pay up to $190,000. Victoria is kind of between San Antonio and Houston, a little bit south if you do a straight line, but between San Antonio and Houston. Caterpillar's there as well, as well as a lot of other major, major industries. The community is prepared. They've got sites ready to go. It is a tremendous opportunity for somebody. And keep your eyes out. I'm telling you, we've signed a boatload of these. So we're about to be coming out with them basically all the time. As we shift to talk about our product of the month, so our April product of the month were virtual buildings, and we sold three of those. So thank you to our new customers for those. We're so excited to get those rolled out. Our May product of the month is going to be board training, not video board training as far as recorded videos that you can purchase. That's been our number one seller in our movement, but live board trainings, either by Zoom or in person. So we're doing four or five of them right now. Just did Monroeville, Alabama last week, doing Brookings, South Dakota next week. We're doing Opportunity Florida, down in Florida here in a week or two. We're doing Jefferson County, West Virginia. For them, we're doing a four-part series, and those are by Zoom. So some of these we're doing in person, some by Zoom. Of course, if they're in person, they cost a little more than if we do it by Zoom. But this is kind of a step up from our recorded board training that's been our bestseller in our movement. So certainly if you want to buy the recorded version, please do. But we're willing now to do it live. We are booked up in May. T totally booked up. I don't know how we're going to fit anything else in May. So uh, basically, if you get with us in May, we'll book you for June. Now, normally for our product of the month, we offer a discount. We're not going to do that. We're not going to offer a discount for this one because our customers just bought this thing. Four of our customers just bought this thing. So we're not going to come along, sell it for cheaper than they just purchased it. But what we will tell you is if you contact us in May, we will for sure get yours done in June. 
this stimulus money is starting to flow. So if you're ever going to train your board members or elected officials, right now is the time. So we do this also for elected officials. And I tell you, the one we did in Monroeville, Alabama this past week, the elected officials were very curious about all the stimulus money. That's where a lot of the questions came. So that's why we thought we'd make this the product of the month, because if you're going to provide training for them, you would rather do it in May or June as this money comes than wait for all the money to be spent. And then, you know, it's gone and you really didn't get to do anything transformational. Within our movement last week, we launched a video, how to manage a nonprofit's finances. That was our video last week. So it applies to more than just economic developers. One of our movement members asked us for that video. So thank you for asking, because not only did we give it to our movement members, but we've already had people purchase it who are not members of the movement. So it basically gets into the blocking and tackling of running a nonprofit organization from a financial standpoint. What do you need to know more than just, you know, how to add up the checkbook? And I say that as somebody who ignorantly ran my first nonprofit knowing nothing. So we designed this thing from my perspective of knowing absolutely nothing when I got into business. And also from the perspective of an executive search firm, we designed it so that if you watch that thing, it's going to teach you where the risks are so you can keep yourself out of any trouble. Make sure there's no Google articles ever written. Nobody ever accused you of not spending the money right because you didn't get the proper second signature or whatever. We cover all of that within that video. And in May, we're coming out with staff training for your staff. So not for the head economic developer, but for people you hire, we're coming out with a five-part staff training series. We've come out with our first two parts already. The first one was an introduction to economic development. Why does it matter? You know, what, what's all, what do we even do this job for? How does the money flow? If you land an industry, how does that help your schools? How does that help your, uh, uh, your county roads? So on, we got into all of that. We also got into certain terminology. What is a CDBG? You know, what is a TIF? We got into all of that because, you know, it's all alphabet soup when you first start into the business. Our second uh, video in that series was about what do you need to inventory in your community in order to be able to sell it? What do you need to know about your buildings and sites? What do you need to know about your electric power? What do you need to know about your water, wastewater? What do you need to know about your incentives? You know, what do you need to know? What inventory do you need to have in order to promote your community? Number three is going to be the blocking and tackling of BRE. Uh, number four is going to be how to complete RFIs. And also I'm speaking at the Kentucky Association of Economic Development event coming up in May about how to complete RFIs. So I got to finish number four before then. So I know what I'm going to say. So that'll be coming out of pike. How do you answer an RFI? I have said in meetings, we economic developers said their job was to answer RFIs uh, with unfiltered information. I don't believe that's true. I believe it's the consultant's job to figure out what's wrong with your town. It's not your job to tell it. I don't believe it's your job to tell it. No different than any PR publicist will tell you when you answer a question for the media, you answer the question you want to answer, not the one they ask. That's how I believe you should answer RFIs. And then the fifth one's going to be how to read financial statements and how to do incentives. So that's all staff training. Our members asked us to do this because as you all hire new people, you may hire smart people right into the industry that have never had any real world economic development experience. If they watch these videos, it'll at least tell them enough about our industry so they can understand the concepts of it should cut down the amount of time you have to spend training them tremendously, tremendously. So those will all be rolled out through May. I think if I look at the calendar, the last one actually come out in June, but those will be coming out in May or June. So if you want to join the movement, you should join it now so you can get all those staff training videos. 
And as we start to wind down my segment, I want to thank some people who really helped us this week. They did something for us that, that they didn't have to, and I appreciate it. And I won't say what they did. They just did something nice for us. Uh, David Rumbarg up in Tupelo, Mississippi. Barry Broom over in Sacramento. Danielle Casey over in Albuquerque. And Rod Miller down in Puerto Rico, formerly from New Orleans and Detroit. They all just did something for us nice that they didn't have to do. And quite frankly, if I had been asked to do it, I don't know if I would have done it or not. So to y'all four, I think y'all are four the very best out there. That's why I called you on that. I thank y'all for helping us do that. And also a happy Mother's Day this week to my mother. She watches these shows sometimes just to see what we're up to. So mama, if you're watching this show, happy Mother's Day to you. And another story, if you watched this two weeks ago, you saw me talking about doing the keto diet, losing some weight. Lost three more pounds. I just got on the scale this morning. I'm down three more pounds. So now I'm at uh, 224. I started at 268. So I'm now down 44 pounds. Want to lose some more, so I'll keep you all updated. And this week's golf tip, and quite frankly, I can't remember who I got it from. I think it was David Ledbetter, which is one of the great golf teachers, but it might not have been. I got this years ago watching the Golf Channel Academy. Uh, they have 30-minute lessons where I really learned how to play golf when I was growing up watching it. And this was one of the lessons one night. And for, for goodness sakes, I can't remember who gave it. I think it was David Ledbetter, who's one of the great teachers. But this is the lesson to help you get out of sand traps. Take you a two-by-four, just a little two-by-four. If you really have trouble getting out of sand traps, take you a two-by-four out to the course, get in a bunker, practice bunker, go out to the course when nobody's playing. Put that two-by-four in the sand and put a little sand on top of it. See here, if this is your two-by-four, put you some sand on top of it to where that two-by-four is sitting half an inch under your ball, something like that. And cover it with sand where you can't even hardly see the two-by-four. And then take your sand wedge, open the face, Make the face come a little to the right if you're right-handed. Swing back and try to hit behind the ball into that two-by-four with speed. What that will teach you to do, most people, when they get in the sand, when they come into the sand, they slow down. See, you want to hit behind the ball in the sand, and you want to have speed to it. You want to be like you're striking a match under that ball, just like this. See what I'm saying right here? Just like this. If you do that, that ball will come out and spin. You can get out of the trap very, very good if you do that. But what happens is amateurly, they take too long of a swing and they'll just ease into it or they barely take a swing, you know. No, 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 no. By using a two by four, it trains you to get speed where you hit that ball. And that's just exactly what you want. Take the club back. You want to hit about an inch behind the ball. But with the two by four there, you won't dig into the sand. It'll teach you to bounce that club. A sand wedge has bounce on the bottom of it. That's why the sand wedge is designed. It's got bounce on it. It's designed to bounce. You don't want to dig the club in. Well, if you hit that two by four, you won't dig your club in. You're going to bounce it. You're going to bounce off that two by four. You stand there and do that about 10 minutes. You're going to bounce that puck and then take your two by four out and recreate it. And I promise you, you're going to be amazed at how easy you get out of the sand trap. One of the absolute best tips I ever got. I think it was from David Ledbetter, but don't hold me to it. Due to various demands on time and resources, economic development and trade and export agencies often struggle to complete effective market research and business outreach campaigns. For the past 10 plus years, Research FDI, along with our affiliated consulting groups at Research B2B and FDI 365, have leveraged our in-house knowledge, resources, and expertise in market research and consulting to help over 250 organizations directly facilitate inward investment attraction and new trade and export opportunities for their regions across a wide variety of industry sectors. 
our highly personalized services and best cost-to-quality ratio in the industry ensures our client satisfaction, leading to repeat customers year after year. What are you waiting for? Leave the market research and business outreach to the expert team at Research FDI. To learn more about our services, contact us today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Your Next Move segment of this week's newscast. This is a segment where we go over a few different jobs in the economic development arena around the nation. And I want to start with a couple that the Next Move group has launched. One of them last week you may have seen, but Marshalltown, Iowa Area Chamber of Commerce is looking for a president and CEO. So uh, it's a chamber position. However, they also do economic development and tourism in Marshalltown. Salary range is going to be from 90 to 150,000 based on experience. So a wide range there. And for those of you that aren't familiar, Marshalltown is located uh, on Highway 30, kind of in between a square, the square between Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Ames, Iowa City. So a great location, a very good opportunity. If you'd like to learn more, just go to our website, thenextmovegroup.com backslash Marshalltown. And another search that we have still on the market is Victoria, Texas Economic Development Corporation. They are looking for a president. So pay is between $150,000 to $190,000. Very good paying job in Texas. Uh, Victoria is kind of in between Houston, San Antonio, and Corpus Christi. And they are looking for somebody that knows how to do industrial recruitment. So I know a lot of you out there who watch this, this is going to be a very attractive position. Please go ahead and get your resumes in, or if you just want some more information, head over to our website, thenextmovegroup.com backslash Victoria. And around the nation, a couple other searches we want to make you aware of. We're going to start in Quincy, Illinois. So again, the Great River Economic Development Foundation is looking for a president CEO, uh, a very strong organization. In fact, I think they've only had two presidents in their 40-year history, so very, very stable. They're doing this search themselves. Marcel Wagner's leading it. We're going to put his contact information below. Feel free to reach out for him with some more information. And in Oregon, McMinnville Economic Development Partnership. This is McMinnville, Oregon. So a little bit off of I-5, just to the southwest of Portland here. Salary range is going to be anywhere from sixty dollars to $100,000. Beautiful area of the country in the Pacific Northwest. If you're interested, reach out to Marcy Humley at the contact information below. And in the Atlanta metro area, Sandy Springs, Georgia, is hunting an economic development director. City position, salary range $120,000 to $130,000. So there's a lot of headquarters in this area. Beautiful area of the Atlanta metro. If you would like some more information, you can go straight to the job post on their website. So the Sandy Springs, Georgia government website. And we're going to put that information down below. All right, everybody, thank you very much. Always good catching up. I hope you all have a successful week or two and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Hello, this is Brandon Nettles. In this week's Running the Basis segment, I'll be detailing new industrial announcements from across America. Starting off with two big announcements out of Tennessee this week, Ultium Cells LLC will invest more than $2.3 billion to build its second U.S. battery cell manufacturing plant in Spring Hills, Tennessee. The project is expected to create 1,300 new manufacturing jobs. Oracle plans to invest $1.2 billion to build a new office complex in Nashville, Tennessee. 
The project is expected to create 2,500 jobs by the end of 2027, reaching the full 8,500 jobs by the end of 2031. Bimbo QSR will invest more than $25 million in opening a new food processing facility in Valdosta, Georgia. Robinson Manufacturing will invest $15 million to expand its operation in Dayton, Tennessee, creating over 90 jobs. Tyson Foods will invest $48 million in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and they're planning to create 70 new jobs. Strategic Biofuels plans to uh, develop a renewable diesel plant near Columbia, Louisiana. That's a $700 million project. Is expected to create 76 new jobs. Swift Prepared Foods will invest $200 million to build a new Italian meats and charcuterie production facility in Columbia, Missouri. They're planning to create 251 new jobs. Invice uh, Corporation, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, plans to open a new lab and production facility in Wake County, North Carolina. They're going to create 350 new jobs. Genova Incorporated will invest $10.6 million to expand operations in Richmond, Virginia. Um, that project is expected to create 250 new jobs over the next three years. Carlisle Construction Materials is investing $62 million in a new manufacturing facility in Sykeston, Missouri. That's going to create 100 new jobs. Company Distilling will invest $20.2 million to establish a new operation uh, in Blount County, Tennessee. That's going to create 60 new jobs. E plus I Engineering USA Corporation plans to invest $13 million to expand operations in Anderson, South Carolina. That's going to create 200 new jobs. Memphis Contract Packaging will invest $48 million to build a new production facility and expand its operations complex in Somerville, Tennessee. They're planning to create 261 jobs in Fayette County. Great Lakes Cheese will establish a new packaging and distribution facility in Abilene, Texas. That's a $185 million project, and it's going to create 500 new jobs. Uh, finally, Rhino Health Incorporated plans to expand operations and open a manufacturing facility in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, the project is expected to create 800 new jobs. That's going to round us out for this week. Please uh, reach out if you'd like to, us to feature any of your announcements, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, it's Gabby Molise and welcome to this week's Fleming Lab segment. This week I'm going to talk about a couple of COVID-19 relief grants. The first on the agenda today is the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Registration for the SBA application portal is currently live and you can begin applying on Monday, May 3rd, 2021 at noon Eastern Time. The America Rescue Plan Act established the Restaurant Revitalization Fund to provide funding to help restaurants and other eligible businesses keep their doors open. This program will provide restaurants with funding equal to their pandemic-related revenue loss of up to $10 million per business and no more than $5 million per physical location. Recipients are not required to repay the funding as long as funds are used for eligible uses no later than March 11th of 2023. You can find the SBA application portal on sba.gov slash funding program slash loan slash COVID-19 relief options slash restaurant revitalization fund. Next on the agenda today is California. California opened round six of a small business COVID-19 relief grant program. Round six opened on Wednesday, April 28th and will be open through Tuesday, May 4th at 5 p.m. 
eligible applicants are current waitlisted small businesses and or nonprofits selected in rounds one, two, three, or five, and new applicants that meet eligibility criteria. These applicants are eligible for a grant award of $5,000 to $25,000. Applicants not selected to receive a grant in rounds one, two, three, and five do not need to reapply and will be automatically moved into round six. New applicants will need to apply on careliefgrant.com. Well, that's all for this week and until next time.